Joining us on the line is our resident economist, Andrew Pyle, from the Pyle Group, Scotia McLeod Wealth Management. Good morning, John and Mel. Great to have you on the line, Andrew, and things are going well? Things are great. Summer is going good. We wish we could say the same thing about things overseas, but uh, for here in Canada, not too bad. Uh, it is uh, certainly become dire times for uh, the country of Turkey. Uh, Donald Trump is at it again, but uh, th- this is nothing new. He, he didn't start the fire, but he certainly added some gasoline to it. He is definitely adding gasoline to it. I mean, this is a summer of discontent for Turkey um, by no means, because what we've seen in the last a couple of weeks, I would say, is, is almost like a, a risky strategy to deal with a country that's already kind of destabilized from a financial market and economy point of view. Of course, listeners will know that, you know, the Trump administration slapped the sanctions on a couple of Turkish ministers over the detainment of a minister. And then that obviously led to some market instability. And late last week, uh, the Trump administration uh, slapped a doubling of tariffs on steel and aluminum for Turkey. And that really took out the rug. The, the currency has fallen to record lows. And unfortunately, it's starting to trickle over into financial markets elsewhere. And that's why we're seeing the equity markets uh, in a bit of disarray this morning. This uh, currency destabilization happening in, in Turkey, is it, is it repairable? Is there a way out of it? Or is it, is it so far gone that uh, it, mm-hmm. it's very dire? Well, there is a way out of it, John, and, and for any country, including Canada, whenever we have a severe weakening of the currency, uh, one of the ways, uh, one of the common ways that a central bank will deal with that is to raise interest rates. So if I raise interest rates, it makes it more painful to short the currency. But the flip side of that, of course, if you have an economy that's already destabilized and you raise interest rates, you're almost guaranteeing a recession. So the, the, the medicine for this currency issue right now is extremely painful and, and bad tasting, but that's kind of where the market is right now, and that, and that just feeds upon itself, because if you think the economy's going to have a recession, well, guess what? The stock market looks even worse than it did last week, and you get this vicious cycle effect. Now, the, the, the recession, and, and that, how bad is it for us here in Canada if Turkey, I mean, I remember when we talked about Greece a little while ago, um, there's definitely ramifications if their currency goes down and, and the, economically the country goes down. Well, exactly. It's always difficult, John, when we look at these things from the Canadian point of view, because in many cases, uh, there's not a massive direct effect. So like Greece, and Turkey, we don't do a tremendous amount of trade with these countries. Uh, we're not talking about a substantial direct impact on Canadian businesses. Obviously, the equity market issue is different, but it's a second-order effects. If this trickles over into the rest of Europe, if it causes Europe now to somehow become a little bit destabilized from an economy point of view or market point of view, then that has a greater impact on Canada, because obviously we do more trade with with the core of Europe than we do with Turkey. So it's always those second-order effects, John, that we have to be on alert for um, if this contagion spreads, if this really spills over into the rest of Europe. And the jury is out on that right now as the government of Turkey tries to address the situation and arrest it. But for now, I think we're dealing with a full-blown currency crisis and, you know, a fairly dire situation for this country. What are you recommending investors do now? Well, right now, the focus for investors should be on, does this affect the rest of my emerging market mm. portfolio? So to the extent that our listeners are invested outside of the major economies of the world, John, 
is to really look at your portfolio and see, is there, do I have a vulnerability? Can this affect me if it spills over? And again, for now, most would say it's probably not going to have a huge impact on, let's say, India. Uh, China's already been weakening off. But if this spills over into other emerging markets, it could have a bigger impact on the portfolio. Andrew, people have any questions about what we've been talking about, uh, if they want some more information, uh, you have a fantastic website they should be checking out. Yeah, absolutely, John. They can go to our website at pilegroup.ca, and on that website they'll find links to the research that we put out uh, as a group and obviously as a firm, uh, as well as the newsletters that we put out every Friday. And a lot of those newsletter commentaries, John, deal with what you and I talk about every Monday morning. Andrew, thank you so much for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thank you, John and Mel. You guys have a great